Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and we're beginning another word of encouragement for you. This is going to be number 26 of the year 2022. I believe we are halfway through six months so far of weekly words of encouragement. I'll be working on the other half steadily as we go through. Today, I want to welcome you. Ooh, look at that wonderful earth back there and all the stars. And you see the light shining from the other side. This word of encouragement is brought to you through the Zoom studio. I'm right in my living room, sitting at a door with lots of stuff around me, desk, chairs and teddy bears and bookcases. Right, yeah. And husband is right downstairs with dog. Yeah. Named Bailey. That's right. I don't have a dedicated room like most people do. I don't have a lot of computers and cameras and microphones. I just have a laptop and a camera. I don't like green screens. So you'll see my hair do weird things. You might see my, oops, like that, my hand just disappear. You might see my background sometimes coming through over here. That's because I don't have a green screen. But I think we can deal with that. And I want to say welcome again to another word of encouragement with me, Pastor Deborah, through the Agape Love, Love is Here's global teaching ministry. As I said, we're using Zoom to record it. And a motion video by Pixabay. That's right. And this one, number 26, is entitled, Who Do You Say That All in Heaven and in the Earth Belong to? Who is the Lord of the heavens and the earth? Who owns it? Who does it belong to? That is a powerful question to be asking. Before we get into that, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have brought here to the garden today to hear these words, these spiritual words of encouragement, to help them ask themselves this spiritual question so they can learn, grow, and transform their soul and their concepts and their ideas. And answer this question by truth. And to be able to teach it to others with wisdom of a learned tongue. Father, help us through your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher. Through your words from your King James Bible, the holy book. That you had written down so we could read and study and learn about you and us. And the world around us and the natural, the world around us of our soul and the world of the spiritual realm where you are. We thank you in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. If you see something happening right over here, it's the background coming through. The scripture we're going to use today is from First Chronicles. 29, 10 through 13. 
First Chronicles is in the Old Testament of the Bible. This is King David speaking to us. He wrote this down. He wrote it down to the congregation of Israel as a blessing to his God. Verse 10. Wherefore, King David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. Do you do that? Can you get up on social media and bless the Lord God? Can you get up in front of people, being a politician, in a business meeting, and bless the Lord God? King David was a politician. That's what a king is, an administrator of a nation a warrior, a protector. He set laws and rules. He spoke and decreed and declared. And he would go to battle to protect his nation. If you're the CEO of a business, you're the king. A husband, a wife, a family. You're the leaders, the kings. You set the rules for your family. If you're a religious teacher, you set the rules. You teach the rules of your religion. If you're a politician, a judge, mm -hmm. politicians set the laws, but they're not the laws of God. They're the laws for the world, the earth, the seen world. But a king, a spiritual king, he gets the laws from his God. So here in verse 10, King David's going to bless his Lord. And here's what he said. Blessed be you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Can you say that in your business meetings, on your social media, in your tweets? Can you say that when you're up in front of Congress? Can you say that in your staff meetings? Can you say that in your G20s, your G8s, the COP26? Can you say that? In your emails. Can you say that when you're talking to world leaders? Can you have prayer before you start? Can you bless the Lord like King David did in front of people? King David was not a private person. He could do private prayer, go into the Holy of Holies, talk to God, but he could openly profess before all the congregation. That means all the people. A lot of people take that word and think it's just a church congregation, a religious group. Uh-uh. It's between. It is out front in front of everybody. Nowadays, it's on the microphone. It's in meetings, speeches. How about on news broadcasters? Do any of them open up the news and give praise and glory to God? Mm -mm. But King David did. Verse 11, you, O Lord, Lord means owner. He is telling God, you are the Lord, the owner of the earth and of the heavens, the stars and the moons, the galaxies. You are the owner. You are the Lord of it. Verse 11 says, you, O Lord, in the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory. And the majesty, the Lord created it all. And it is filled with power. That sun's pretty powerful. The earth spinning. The 
currents, the sun. We see power and storms, lightning. That's right. He says, that is your glory. You created this. I'm giving you credit for it. And I am blessing you for it and giving you thanks for it. And this is your victory. Creation. Nobody else created it. But everybody else wants to own it and claim your victory and your glory and all the power that's in it. That is the truth. For all that is in the heaven. Can you see it? All the stars and the and the galaxies. Whoops. Whoops. My hand. Come back. Come back. There. Can you see the rays of light? We've been looking through the Hubble telescope. We see that the universe in its natural form is still expanding. And they're trying to go back to the very beginning where it's something called the Big Bang occurred. And found it yet. And our Hubble telescopes and others are looking and searching. The scientists are going, where did it begin? Did a who started or just something exploded? They don't know. King David knew the Lord God himself of the Bible created this. And King David was giving him the right, the glory of creation, the ownership, and was blessing him for it. And he says, all that is in heaven and earth is yours. Now, there are people. They're not really people. They're creatures. The head creature, he's called the king, the god of this earthly world and this spiritual realm that's around it, Satan. The very adversary god, he wants to be the owner of it, but he didn't create it. He wants to control everything in it, but he didn't create it. He didn't create the laws, the powers, the rules. He didn't do any of it. So he's a thief, a robber. He's a usurper. And he tries to convince you that this is yours. Mm -hmm. We, humanity, was giving the management, the caretaker, the shepherding, the pastoring of the earth. The world, the things on it, nature, people. We were to guard it and protect it, keep it in order for the creator, for the Lord God himself. He didn't want to come down here. He made this earthly seen world for us so that our spirits, not our souls, but our spirits could rule it, manage it, lead it and guide it by the rules of the kingdom of heaven. Through the Holy Spirit. And then we would be able to say, praise be to the Lord God, for look what you have done. And he would look at us and say, I gave you the earth to manage. What did you do with it? I gave you the stars, the planet, the oceans, the creature. I'm going to come down there and see how you're doing. We're not doing too good, that's for sure. So King David is going on and said, yours is the kingdom. That's the government system, the operational powers spiritually that are supposed to be here. First, they got to come in me, Pastor Deborah, through the Holy Spirit. My spirit has to be submitted to the government, the kingdom of heaven. 
through the Holy Spirit. I must learn the laws, be obedient to it. Then I teach my soul how to do that, not to live by the ways of the earthly world or by the ways of Satan, of hate and greed and lust, envy and jealousy and murder and death. Now, this earth, you see, has had so much blood spilt in it. The earth is cursing us right now. It has powers. And this earth eventually is going to be folded up, destroyed. When God says it's time and all humanity will be taken off. Mm -hmm. And a new one will come where no blood will ever be spilt. No sin will be in it. No demon, no Satan. They will be sent. A lot of people, the Bible tells us that below the earth, whoops, down here somewhere, is hell. You know, spiritually it's talking. So King David is giving glory and praise to his Lord and God for the creation and the ownership of the world, the earth, all the creatures, the minerals. No country owns the minerals. The dirt, that's God's. The oceans and everything, that's God's. And all the stars and the suns and the gas. King David is blessing this Lord, recognizing you created it. It is yours by ownership of creation. And you are the Lord, the owner, the master, the great one. And we thank you for that. Because we're on it, believe it or not, we're on there somewhere. All, how many billions of us, all the wars that have been fought on this planet, see? And a lot of people go up in space, and they look down and they see a precious thing that we need to care for, and we're not doing it. And David goes on, and you are exalted by this creation, by your ownership, by the power and authority that you have given it. You are glorified by that. You are recognized by all. All in nature, the earth, the dirt, all of the salt knows who created it. Mm -hmm. It is not mindless. You have raised yourself up as the head above all. All of creation can look to you and say, thank you, Lord God. But humans, they don't seem to do that. They recognize other gods and goddesses and animals and prophets, governments, flags, politicians, prophets. They bow down and worship something else. Most of them are just followers, oppressed. Those who are the global leaders are trying to make a global community, a one God kingdom where everybody submits to the powers and the elite that have been chosen by Satan, by thousands of generations of their family. Mm -hmm. That's right. Or they have won through the victory of war overpowered others maybe the wars in economics money business mm -hmm. advertising mm -hmm. verse 12 both riches and honor king david is saying to this god came of you and you reign as a king 
That's a politician, a magistrate, an administrator, a lord, an owner, a master, and a majestic, and a majesty, a royal king of lineage of royal, 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 high ranking. Mm -hmm. So King David is still speaking about this Lord God to all of Israel. And he says that both riches and honors come of you and your reign over all. And in your hand is power and might. So where do you think Satan gets his power? He hands out his power in his hand if you obey him. And he has done that. And you take his hand in and make a promise, an oath, a vow. Many families did that. Tell you a quick story about my family. Four or five generations back, a young lady had had sex outside of marriage with a Druid high priest in Northern Ireland. She had a male child, Satan, the Druid, who was working through the Druid priest, wanted that male child for sacrifice, killing to his God, which happened to be Satan in disguise. And the woman didn't want this little child to die, so she made a deal, shook a hand with the high priest, said, uh, you can have my fourth grandchild, firstborn, in four generations. So Satan waited. That came true. And it was my brother. And they got him. He became mentally ill, horrible. He was rejected and neglected by my mother because her heart was for her husband. He became feeling nobody loves me. They don't want me. It was a different form of the curse. He was sort of sacrificed emotionally in his soul. He believed in God and he's in heaven now. But it was a horrible life for him and the family. So some of us, our family, four, 10,000 generations back, made a deal with Satan, with his high priest, to rule the world, to be the owners and the lords, to bring forth Satan's kingdom, the kingdom of darkness. So King David is going on here in verse 12 and saying, no, your hand is all powerful. And might strong. And in your hand, in this power and might, is to make greatness and to give strength to all. King David is saying, In you is power and strength. And when you extend your hand to me in a blessing, in your love, I get strength. And his hand is reaching out to all with his power and might as a mighty Lord, owner of everything, to share it with you, to give you of himself, of his strength, his honor, his glory and majesty. But you have to recognize him as Lord of everything and God, nobody else. That's right. Verse 13. Now, therefore, says King David, our God, talking about Israel, we thank you and praise your glorious name. Do you hear many in the world that are in business, politics, in families, out in the world on social media, politicians, judges, lawyers, 
Oh, they'll, they'll make the person put their hand on a holy Bible and swear to tell the truth. And they're lying because they're really swearing to another God. Mm -hmm. To some, the Bible's just a book to be sworn on. Doesn't mean anything. And then you wonder why there's so much death. But King David is saying, now after I have praised you and declared you the Lord, you're the owner. You've got power and might and strength in your hand and you will share it with us. And you have given us as a talent, a gift to watch over, to shepherd, protect, guard and lead through the government system of the kingdom of heaven. Your earth, your creatures, your stars and galaxies, the sheep the pastors, the people, humanity. We give you thanks and praise for that. And we thank you in your glorious name. What's his name? Lord, God, God of heaven and earth, creator. That's right. Wisdom, truth, knowledge. Father, can your God say that about himself, that he is a father of creation, the source, your father? So King David is teaching us a word of encouragement. And he is asking you a question. Who do you say that all in heaven and earth belongs to? And where do you fit in? Are you, have you been given the management of it? There's a story in the Bible about talents that the Lord of the field came along and gave some talents to one person's a little bit less to another. And they were to go and multiply them and make them bountiful. And he'd come back later and check on you. Some did real good. Other went and hit it, didn't do anything. He took it away and gave it to another person. God has given us the earth that he created, that he is the Lord of. Have you ever been given something that belongs to somebody else? To manage it, to guard it and protect it. Make it bountiful and blessed. Make it be a blessing for other people to grow and invest. And you didn't do that? Mm -hmm. Isn't that good? So your word of encouragement is to ask yourself, who do you say that all, every creature, every star, every sun, every galaxy, the water, every law, gravity, everything, that who does all of this belong to, including you? This dirt body came from that dirt of the earth. Somebody designed the physical body. Some people say it's evolution, just chance and time. And that I used to be an ape and a fish and a bird. And over time and change, through time and change, I became me with the intricacies of my mind and neurons and cells and nerves and bones. Well, what about the soul? Who created that? How did that develop? How does that look in the, the mind? Where are memories stored? How does the vision come into the eyes and the ears? Can you say the Lord God created that? What's the government system of my soul? Usually it's the kingdom of darkness and Satan. So the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life in the soul. What about your spirit? Who created it? What's it made of? Who's the Lord of your spirit? 
What does your spirit do? King David is saying, you made it all. You're the Lord of it. The owner, the great majesty, spoke and decreed it, came out of you. Not this mess that the world's in. It got perverted and twisted by Satan himself in a garden. When he deceived and lied and bewitched a creature named woman. And he set in motion inside of her soul what had happened to him. And that's another story to teach on. But right now, ask yourself, who do you say that all in heaven and in the earth, heaven is all these stars and galaxies, who does it belong to? Now, let's end with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, help them to ask this question deep on the inside in their soul and their spirit. Then help them to seek as Helen became awake, that they become and know the answer that is truth. Father, help them through your Holy Spirit. And if they don't have your Holy Spirit in them and they want him, then let him come in and help them in their spirit. Father, give them a Hebrews 4.12 when that happens. So you can minister and teach and train their spirit. It's like Helen coming out of the egg. A butterfly coming out of its cocoon. A divorce, separation from the soul. To be free and learn as a new creature. Father, help them. This is your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. And your words from the cross. Apply the judgment. Put the blood on them. And set them free. From ignorance and darkness. And the future that was before them. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. You ask yourself that question. And I'll see you. In another word of encouragement. Next, next week. We'll be moving on. Should be number 27. Bye. Love you dearly. Bye-bye.